This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Quite on set. Quite on set. Cheers to a new set. Cheers to a new set. Oh my gosh. So you guys know if you're watching on YouTube or Spotify, we got a new set. Artistic genius over here. Your lips look so beautiful and shiny. What did you just put on? Thank you. It's They look so pillowy. Oh my God. It's Dr. Zizmore. Oh my God. Did you get work done? You went to the dentist? (gasps) You can get that done at a dentist, huh? What? Lip injections. Oh, I didn't know that. We need to have a whole conversation, a whole episode about cosmetic surgery, like what we would do, what we wouldn't. Oh, yeah. But yeah, the lip is uh, Fenty Beauty, the heat, clear plumping gloss. It doesn't look like that on me because I don't have those nice Swedish lips. You're not Swedish, but I just always call you that because you're my version of Swedish. Six foot four. Uh, Yeah. Bone thin nose and like lips you could land a plane on. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Anyway, so (laughs) we got a new set. Yeah. So. um, Oh my gosh. I mean, you in two days time. Two days I did this. Yeah. Built, built the wooden things behind me. My dad was a contractor, so he taught me how to use every tool in the book. And I always say too, like the best advice I ever got from really successful YouTubers was like, you don't make content to make money. You make content to make better content, to learn from your mistakes and any money you do make to reinvest in making better content for the people that watch you. It just shows them like you guys just watching, like allows us to do this like yeah. and let this just be foreshadowing of how far we want to take this for you like so that being said make sure to subscribe yeah. youtube spotify and apple podcast specifically because the more monthly listeners we get on every platform the more uh companies might notice us and we can maybe do live shows like that's where i want to take this oh like, could you imagine so, us oh my live? god so fun Getting to answer people's questions in the audience and stuff. I know. So please share this with everybody because the more you share, the more And the more subscribers and five-star reviews and the the viewership, the subscribing. I know. We're just going to keep upping the game for you guys. I mean. It's Barbie meets Golden Girls. Oh, yeah. Oh, completely. Yeah. Yeah. Completely. Is that what I said? Yeah. Completely. Yeah. (laughs) So today's episode... We are going to talk about the shit show that is RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars 8. Of course, we're going to do a purchase or pass. And then we're going to end. Yes. Say it. Say it. Michaela's wedding. The real tea. Because you're actually going to hear it from someone that was there. And listen, I was like so debating whether I wanted to do this or not because I feel like a wedding is private. So I'm still not going to share like the details of stuff. But it's more just like addressing all of the insane things it was so wild because i was saying i was like never have i been at something that was so publicized and talked about like when you're britney spears wedding or whatever everyone's hypothesizing what actually happened but i've never i've never been at something actually that then that happened to so i was listening to all these things and i'm like what but even going back weeks prior that people were speculating like her wedding was a disaster Mm -hmm. like saying that it was already it had already happened Happened. like a month prior even before the elf collaboration was announced so i'm like where are you getting this information photos and using those or whatever where are you getting this information that it was so bad and i'm like so who's your source or are you just pulling this out of your ass definitely so we will definitely cover that this is the first episode in the new set and i'm so so excited it looks so good thank you you're so welcome well we are gonna just be right back with some drag race tea i can't do a tongue pop can you no No. wait no no i can't (laughs) you can't to answer your question no no i tried yeah and we're not gonna do it anymore nope all right so see you soon All right, girl, let's talk about RuPaul's Drag Race. May the best drag queen win. I was going to say, you better say the right lyrics now. She changed it to drag queen. Oh, Leslie Jordan. That was so good. Oh, well, not Leslie Jordan himself. I know. Trinity so. is Leslie Jordan. So, spoiler alert. If oh, you're yes, not caught up, 
by to, this time. So of let me watching. put it this way: we know the final two, and next week is the before we're recording this. Next week will be the extravaganza, the extravaganza with all the queens show. coming back. So if you're not caught up to there, spoiler alert. I don't know where to begin. Maybe okay. that it was after All Star Seven, which was arguably the no. best season. I know. The I know. Dynamic it had of so this many season is problems. so wrong. The first place I'm going to start with this is. Normally, when we get to the point of having three queens, so on stage we had uh, Jimbo, Jessica, and Candy. Yes. We had Candy that was the winner. Mm-hmm. She had to go pick a lipstick. Yeah. And there was only two to pick from. Yeah. So then that leaves All-Stars rules. You have to then pick from the bottom eliminated queens, depending on who wins the lip sync, mm-hmm. who's going home. So yes. there's only two. So it's like if you pick each other. Which obviously they were. And they even made the joke. My theory is that they want to eliminate as many as possible to give them a shot to win the fame games. That was my theory. Because you figure if you had a top three or four, three people are going to lose and then they're not going to be in the fame games if that makes sense. So at least eliminate as many as possible to give them a shot because you know, Jessica's going to win the fame games because everyone, you know what I mean? All the people who wanted her to win the crown are going to vote for her. For I that. have a sick theory. What? I have a sick theory. Are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. So I thought about this, right? So the fame games are going on, right? So we've seen everybody's looks so far. Everybody has gotten to showcase all their looks mm-hmm. kind of like the all winter season. Everybody's going to come back perform right mm-hmm. i think whoever wins the talent show is going to get reinstated into the competition then it's going to be a top three lip sync for the crown oh god almighty i hope not because shit like that they, they're not gonna have a chance you know what i no, mean no i know no, but i have a feeling like let's pick it's gonna a, be some let's ridiculousness say it's it's james mansfield wins. you're reinstated into the competition now you're in the running for the two hundred thousand yeah. dollars and the crown i feel like some weird twist is coming it wouldn't that they're gonna me. do that because yeah. you've seen everybody's looks. You, they got yeah. to showcase every look. Right from the get, this casting was odd. All over the Understatement map. Understatement of the year. Yeah, yeah, with like first eliminated queens and whatever the case is. Because I get James Mansfield being invited back, even though he was first eliminated in a season. Because it's the same as Trixie. They become all-stars since their time on the show. After the season. Yes, like yeah. James has what an amazing YouTube it. channel and does wig wigs company. for everybody. Totally. Yeah, yeah. But... Kahana, other than being cast in, in the RuPaul's Vegas Drag show. Race Live, it seems to me like because she was in Drag Race Live, right, asked the right. right people and said, can I be on All Stars? Regardless of that, it just was like this cast like didn't have chemistry in a way. It almost seemed like they took 12 different puzzles and took a piece of each and they were Mm -hmm. trying to make them fit together. Totally, totally. And hence why I feel like this season felt overproduced is that they were trying to make friendships and alliances work. To me, especially in reality television, there's just people the way they are, the way they behave, the way they are as competitors, their identity, their whole brand that are winners. Mm -hmm. And there's ones that aren't right out of the gate. Do you know what I mean by that? Yeah. In the sense that people like... James Mansfield, Kasha Davis, Lala Ree, Monica Beverly Hills. From the premiere, you know they're not going to win. Yeah. You know they're not going to win. Yeah. And I'm not saying they don't deserve to, but I'm just saying the politics of the way we view this whole franchise. And I'm not even talking about anything they are or aren't doing. Like imagine James Mansfield being the winner. They would RuPaul's Draggers would never let that happen, even if she was slaying, which was crazy to me because right out of the gate, this season, the casting was so split of clearly the people that were going to be in the top. We called the top five in two seconds and the people that weren't. So I don't like watching seasons like that. That's why I didn't like All-Stars 5 with Shea Coulee, because it's not that it wasn't entertaining yes. to watch, but you knew from episode one was going to win. And if she didn't win, the Drag Race fans were going to burn down the studio. Yeah. So why watch the season then? Just give her a crown and call it a day. Well, that's, I even said that from the beginning of this season. I was like, Jimbo, yeah, I felt like Jimbo was going to win from, and I love that because I am, I love what Jimbo has been doing. Mm -hmm. So here's my thing too, of my speculation, I'm going to say, being that this season is so overproduced, do you think they have a say in their eliminations? Who? The producers. Without a doubt. It might not be so heavy handed where they're like, you have to pick this person, but it might be like a manipulation tactic of like, if you pick this person, we will 
yada 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 like we'll guarantee this or guarantee that yeah like you have to want like what there's is a lot the... of other things that can go on behind and that's the just i mean i'm not saying that that's what's happening but it seems like well because you uh... know what my issue was it was so evident the people they wanted to do well versus the people that had maybe did a little too well past what they anticipated and they weren't happy about it because mm-hmm. you had people like james mansfield that i think for being a first eliminated queen did so well in the beginning and she was there for a lot of the critiques but it was literally unclear whether she was like in the top or bottom because they were so ambiguous about her critiques where you could tell they wanted Lala to do well where during the design challenge Lala I get it she didn't make another bag dress ha ha how many times can we ride the wheels off this she made that tan just it looked like something you bought at H&M. Yes. Michelle acted as though she created a Valentino gown. Never once in an episode before that when James rose to the occasion was James ever given his flowers because they didn't want to give him his flowers because they wanted to keep him in that middle area where when it he got eliminated it made sense. Yeah. But then they were clearly bolstering other people that did not do as well we're as they did. Wearing stuff that looked like it was off the rack and Which I get why Heidi left. How many episodes in the beginning of the season should Heidi have been in the top that she wasn't? She doesn't seem like she regrets it now. So now I'm like, "Mm." and so the whole Heidi of it all, I believe Heidi in that scenario. I fully believe Candy said she would have backstabbed Jimbo because track record here. Like, and obviously Heidi's blindsidingness of it was very sincere and her season, which what was she on? 12? Mm -hmm. such a good chemistry of cast and it was so supportive that I don't think she had ever really been involved obviously in a cast that was she was on with Candy no that was 13 Candy was 13 with Gottmik wasn't somebody else on this cast no I'm thinking of La La Rie was on um, 13 with with was on 13 with Candy that's what I was thinking no Heidi was on 12 with like Gigi Good uh, Nina West and Jada won yes and Jada yeah yeah, Jada Crystal Method it was such a good the cast gelled so well that that's really what uh Heidi was used to so it makes sense that she was like screw this like this yeah. is a weird energy yeah because she was you could tell she was devastated because when she went back to that mirror and she was like you know what why don't we all just vote Heidi this week and then she turned around and I've had moments like that in my own life where you go back and you're like hurting and trying to push through something and you were like you know what I'm actually just gonna step away she and couldn't done. help it. it it boiled out like and the way she yeah. I felt that I know that I felt really so bad for her real. and she was doing so good but I almost get it up until that point because I think it was oh, the design it was the ball challenge she was amazing in the ball challenge and those she was looks safe. were stunning and those then lala was in the top for the ball challenge with that cream wrap around to h&m dress. yeah that yeah that's what i mean it mess. was just so odd it's the same with like jan when jan was on all stars the talent show where she sang like the house down and they were like you're safe Girl, it's the, but I think that's again the joke of Jan. If it's being not a safe. fair game, it's not fun to watch. Well, that's where I feel like the all winner season I felt like was very fair, and I felt like yes. it was good drag race again. Where I was like, oh my god, this feels like a great season. Well, because I I think they know they can't fuck with the winners. They know mm. they couldn't pull that tomfoolery with the winners because the winners don't need this. You know what I'm saying? The way right. a regular all star season, but the way they manipulated the season was just. It was very obvious. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, it's not been fun to watch. So what do you think is going to happen now from here? So we have maybe two episodes left. So what do you think is going to happen? I mean, on it, Jimbo's going to win. It's the same. He has four wins. Candy is two. Do you think they would crown Candy? No. Because I know that's the thing about the drag race fandom's influence on the show, too, is like, I think it, too, we always joke around whenever there's like the tops, like whatever, two, top three, top four. And then they post on the drag race Instagram, like Team Candy, Mm -hmm. Team Jimbo. You can see the difference in likes. Oh, I think it was the day after Candy had like 30,000 and Jimbo had 130,000. They pick the winner based on what the fans want, which is fine. But up to that point, it's up to the show to make the finalists a right. fair fight. And it this was, it was so not. manipulated From and puppet mastered. It was insane. Yeah. And it's just not been fun to watch. I, I don't look forward to it as much as I used to look forward to watching Drag Race every week. This no. one, it felt like a chore. I was like, I want to keep up Agreed. with it. And I'm like, You're just like, oh, okay, I guess I got to I'm watch. like, oh, it's Friday night. All right, a yeah. new episode came out. I'm like, well, that's sad. Yeah, totally. That it's to that point. You watch All Stars for the redemption of it for all. The for the growth. drag, yeah. And that's what I mean. And all to me, yeah. all the people that had grown, we didn't get to see how they grew because it was so evident from the gate that they didn't want James Mansfield, Kasha Davis, Nisha Lopez, Monica Beverly Hills, all Darian Lake. They didn't want 
to showcase any of them. So no. in turn, we got Jimbo, who we knew was amazing, be amazing. We got Candy, who was in the top two, go to the top two. Jessica Wilde, I feel like that's why people are rooting for Jessica, because it's been nice to watch someone who we haven't seen in a while level up so much and not be manipulated. Like, right. And then, i.e., Heidi couldn't take it anymore and was like, out, which I don't think they were planning on. And you know what also aggravated me? Heidi leaves, and we let her leave. Kahana goes to leave, and here comes RuPaul, just to save himself and the show the embarrassment of two people leaving in one season, swoop into the workroom and convince Kahana not to leave. Like, if I was Heidi watching RuPaul come and personally stop Kahana from leaving after I was overwhelmed and maybe needed that and gave it to Kahana, I'd be like, okay. And look at Adore Delano. Look at her when she left All-Stars 2. Michelle went to her and, like, apologized outside. Even look at um, when the Vixen walked off of the reunion show. Yes. And I feel like in that moment of trying to save Kahana from leaving, I feel like she was really like blindsided by the fact that Heidi did leave. And she was like, okay, well, I need competitors on this show. I need somebody. But then she goes home that episode. That was the only motivation for her coming in. Went home that episode. Why would you? It was embarrassing for the show if two people left. Yeah. Like it's embarrassing for the casting. It's embarrassing for the franchise. So that's the only reason he came in to convince Kahana. Yeah. He didn't it's, come in because he wanted Kahana there because he didn't never care happened. about Heidi leaving. That has no. never happened before. That doesn't even make for good TV. That just makes me like question the integrity of the show of like how they're treated. 100%. And the dynamics of the cast, yeah. they gelled so poorly that I just think the chemistry between the cast just wasn't there. And that was also the thing about All-Star 7 was all the, the winners. The winners they specifically picked. Amazing. Which I'm still gagged that they did not ask Bob. Yeah, I do. And there's they wanted of... the Monet versus Trinity storyline because if they casted Bob, it would have been Bob versus Monet because they're so close. Well, or would they have like an alliance the whole time? Well, that's what I mean. It would have been like putting Trixie and Katya on the same season. You know that they're going to have each other. Could you back. imagine? Oh God. Yeah. That would be hysterical. And I would forgive it on a normal season because they don't know these girls, but all stars, you know, their personality, you know how they are. The minute they announced the cast, I was like, what? Who put RuPaul's drag race in a blender? And then poured it out. And was Who like, put yep. Candy Muse and Kasha Davis in the same season? Different universes. I think they were trying to do something different with the cast and put like all different types of people in All-Stars to get representation everywhere. Yeah. It did not work. That's why I loved All-Star 6 so much. It was Eureka, Sonique. I didn't like that season either, though. See, the reason I liked that season... Oh, and Ginger Minj. And the reason I liked that so much was because I genuinely felt like... It was an odd group of people, but I felt like it really was, okay, here's the cast. How you do is how you advance. There was no puppet mastering. It just Mm. felt so organic that it felt like a real, oh my God, who's going to win? That's the fun part of watching a competition is not knowing. But if I know Shea Coulee has to win from... Day one, I know. I called that when she walked gonna, in. Yeah, and I was what's like, the oh, point? Because what here made me laugh, even at the finale, it was her, Miss Cracker, and Jujubee. Miss Cracker had more wins. That's what I'm worried about with this season, though. The possibility of Candy getting crowned. Her Twitter thing, too, basically pleading her case of why she should win. She was like, I've gotten so much hate from the drag race community. She was like, I deserve to win. Like, I've been treated like shit, basically. Yeah. Her fans started commenting and being like, the whole drag race community treats you like shit. What about your fans? Yeah. Oh, that's so they true. Were, like they were kind of pissed they were like oh, so wow, what yeah. about us they were yeah. like we've been here wanting you to win and now you're saying that the whole community of drag race treats you like shit i will never get over the green alien the alien one where candy wore a blow up alien from a carnival a halloween alien sh- duct tape to her she was in the top that's what I say all the time. Put that outfit on James Mansfield. Put that outfit on Monica. Beverly they would Hills. tell her. They would have lit them on fire. They would have been like, so you got the body, the green, the morph suit. They would have. Michelle would have shot them with a bow and arrow. And the, the blow up squeaky alien from the carnival down the street. I was in disbelief. Shocked. And it sucks because it's like we're on season overall now. It's 30 seasons. Like we haven't figured out what works and what doesn't like stop manipulating things so I know. much it doesn't need to be fucked with the show is already good we want to watch it every week stop pandering to like who you think should win how about you let them actually perform and whoever does well like w- what happened to that feel of it that's why i love uk because uk feels like the og drag race i gotta watch it it's so good oh my god there give me a uk all-stars just a uk all-stars that's how good it is that they could make an all-stars just out of uk queens This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. 
Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, y'all. We are back with a new purchase. Oh, pass. What are we starting with? <laughs> Never gonna give you up. I could give this up. I could give this First up. up, it <laughs> is the Laura Mercier Rose Glow Liquid Highlighter. So, can I say Which, something? first of all, oh, go ahead. No, go. I want to hear Girl, what you Girl, this have... bus left five years ago. You are so late to the game. Ripping off, uh, I, I mean, the Charlotte Tilbury ones, the Flower Beauty ones, the tart. Like, it's one thing to copy everybody else with the same packaging, but you're about six months behind when everybody else was copying. To that exact point, this is what pisses me off. I just want to scream. Yeah. That when you come out with something, the same exact packaging exact. as Laura Mercier, yeah. you can come out with this in any packaging. So where this pisses me off is that I feel like it's the association because I went to school for marketing. So when something is such a hot commodity and you come out with something in a very suspiciously similar, if not the same packaging, it creates an association for the consumer that they're like, oh, that's probably just like that. So if the other popular one is out of stock, Mm. they're going to grab this because they think it's similar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're taking advantage of consumers in a way. Someone else's, not only product, but someone else's pioneering hype of the product. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So Charlotte Tilbury has these viral wands. Let them have that because you coming out with this is desperate to me. This looks like a desperate cry for attention that the brand is dying. And I actually heard somebody from Laura Mercier told me she is stepping back into Laura Mercier since it was purchased. Oh, okay. She's stepping back in to take creative control of the brand, allegedly to redesign everything because she doesn't like where everything is going with her name on it. Well, that's crazy because I feel like they've just been through a whole redesign. You know what I mean? Since I worked through them. To like basically guide back in the right direction, which I don't know how true that is, Yeah, um, but I can't. The longer I'm looking at this, the more I'm getting aggravated. You're taking a packaging that is Flower Beauty to the T for $11, Laura Mercier slapping your name on it, making the same product and charging 40 Dollars. I get so fired up about it because it's like, it's lazy. And it's like, you're taking market share away from people that could be innovating and doing cool stuff because you're just lazy, which to me is like the biggest offense. Like yeah. why are you shouldn't even, and it's not even a makeup standpoint. It's a business standpoint. Yeah. You have no business even running a company, whoever made this decision. Well, even a joke. when we talked about product development, that's about what I mean. like the holiday palette with Laura Mercy, when you work for them and the, these people sitting in an office yes. are like, we want this and we think this is right on brand it's embarrassing pass cute yes aggressive pass if if you couldn't (laughs) tell oh my god okay Paco Rabanne? Paco Rabanne. So there is a new line dropping it's going to be called Rabanne. all i know about Paco Rabanne is like the jokes about the cologne maybe this was like a little bit of an older thing but i feel like there was always jokes like how do i put it Paco Rabanne was the old school version of Axe Body Spray. Like, that's how people would joke around about Paco Rabanne. Really? And this is my, like, 90s memories. If you're older than me, correct me if I'm wrong, but there used to be, I felt like a nudge-nudge about, like, oh, he's, like, covered in Paco Rabanne was, like, kind of the way of saying, like, he was a fuckboy. Okay. The way Axe Body Spray. That, that's I... all I know about Paco Rabanne. So, for me, this is a reach. It's not to say that designers that go from fragrances to beauty can't work, because look at Marc Jacobs. Yeah. Had fragrance clothes everything and then did it work well at <laughs> yeah, went out of business. when he was involved yeah yeah oh true i know isn't that the truth the packaging i kind of love this like all chrome with like the color and like depending on what it is like with the red fading with the chrome but honestly why are we doing shadow duos that are bright cobalt and silver yeah girl i, I'm, I mean i'm right out of the gate first of all this four quad palette is that gross. Boo boo gray Cinderella lab like Barbara would needs that for her crease. L- that 
is Barbara's color. Yeah. Like just that cool tone, like cigarette blue. ash. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. I don't know the price. The it's mascara. Not yeah. I they guarantee don't have prices. you this is overpriced. But like, look at the mist. It's a shimmer bomb. A mist. shimmer bomb, like a, a glitter spray for your body. Thank you. Keep it. Pass. Pass. Okay, guys. And I feel like we have some apologizing to do. Okay. Well, no. Episodes ago, Maron, this was like one of your first episodes. You this were wearing was... this jacket. I was wearing that jacket. It was all about celebrity <laughs> brands. We were a little hard on Miss Alicia Keys. I I will yeah. stop you right there. Yeah. The only reason why we were so hard on it is because we were sick and tired of celebrities coming out with shit and then putting their names on it. Yeah. She, in fact, has to be one of them. Now, mm-hmm. do I think that this new product is maybe a hit? That's Absolutely. Very true. And it's changing my mind on the brand. Do I think that the skincare prices are still worth it? Absolutely not. Yes. Here's the thing. She's being a little more inventive. She's saying, let's do a skin tint, but I want it to sit like this. This is yeah. a, this is an amazing formula. Also, who this, knows how much she had to do with it. That's the other thing about, you know, about celebrity yeah, brands yeah, yeah. is how much they're we involved. We don't know how involved they are. I absolutely, you got this in PR. Well, let's tell them what that it, what it is. Because we, oh, yeah, yeah. we so, didn't even say what yeah, it was yeah. yet. So this is from Alicia Keys. This is her brand Keys. It's called the two-in-one concealer and tint. It is a multitasking skin tint that brightens and blurs for a naturally radiant skin-like finish. Two-in-one offering to spot conceal or use as a tint. There is 40 shades, and it's only $28, which anything in the 20s for a complexion product from a skincare brand is shocking because we have Gaga with her House Labs Foundation's like, Almost 60 bucks. I got this in PR. We were together. Kevin yes. helped me when we did redid the set. Before that, I was like going through my and kind of organizing my beauty stuff. And we opened the PR package. And I said, I Oh God, it. here we go. We rolled our eyes. We opened it up. And we you swatched like, it on our oh. hands. We were gooped. This thing melts into your skin. When I tell you second skin, it was shocking. And it says naturally radiant, which you know how I feel about that. Mm-hmm. It was natural. It wasn't radiant. It was re- just skin. Yeah. It, I would love to try this. On. I haven't tried mine yeah, yet. Which disclaimer, yes, we haven't wore it. We don't know how it wears. Yeah. But the formula right out of the gate. Felt incredible. This to me, I'm so excited to try this and I'll probably make a short about it so you can really get the tea. But this impressed me. Yeah, yeah, me too. I'm really, really excited to try this. And there's skincare in it, and which is yeah, great. It's nice. Cinnamide, squalene. It's just great really for acne, just... great for anti-aging. Honestly, I never really gave the skincare a try. Maybe this would even make me try the yeah. skincare formula. Totally, yeah. totally. So yeah, this purchase. is purchase. Cool. Totally. So we have here the next product. I'm actually so excited for these. It's the new Forget the Filler Lip Plumping uh, line smoothing satin cream lipsticks. That was a yeah. mouthful from Law. Which funny story about the name of the brand Lawless. She went to law school <gasps> and she dropped out, so she named it Lawless. That's really funny. That's actually really really funny. That yeah, she did that. But I have to say, these shades stunning are beautiful. Stunning. The shade platinum. I think is going to oh, be my new best friend. cool tone nude. Look at these cool tone nudes, though. And it's a filler lip plumping, line smoothing satin cream lipstick. So this is a clean, hydrating satin cream plumping lipstick enriched with improving lip conditioning, softness, comfort, and hydration, jojoba oil, and olive oil. So it's obviously got great ingredients for the lips. Mm-hmm. So I'd imagine this obviously is like going to feel super comfortable, but I love this nude shade range, mm-hmm. especially they have a nice, beautiful blue tone red, which is my personal favorite because it makes your teeth look, look whiter. And I just think it's more flattering. I think a warm tone red. Also the name of the red is who's that lady. And do you know whose voice I read that in? Who's Barbara's? <laughs> that lady yeah who you know what i thought of who's that lady who's that lady that old song yeah, yeah. but these nudes are now, breathtaking y'all are gonna try and come <gasps> for up. me what oh, sorry i just read so i was looking at the big the line of them all and i yeah. the second one from the left i was like oh what a good bridal lip the name of it wedding, wedding day. day wow yeah. Okay, so, so what were you going to say? Um, I was going to say, too, y'all are going to come for me that I talked all that shit last week about Charlotte Tilbury coming out with, like, the one red and then all these nudes and whatever. These are different. These are, yes. Even the one that it is, like, a terracotta orangey nude. Because every one is, of Charlotte Tilbury's has a pink tone to it. It's all the same family. And but it's, like, like, peach. And then it's, you cannot tell if yes. it's a mauve red 
uh, fucking amber mixture color. Like it's just too much going on where these are distinctively the best nudes. I cannot wait. Yes. We have to go to Sephora when these come out. Yes. And, we have to and go in there them. and swatch and we're going to do the tissue test. Uh, yes. Even that shade truffle. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, my God. They're Fawn just beautiful. Fawn Femme Platinum Wedding Day. I think I need all of those. Yeah. These like, are great. Gorgeous. And there's great ingredients in this. I'm obsessed. $28, not bad. Yeah, it's a um, little steep, but we'll but see. But if the colors are worth it, This is something you find purchase. one you love. This is, yeah. This is, like, worth the one thing. You know, yeah. like the hourglass lipsticks. <gasps> Tide. Totally. Tide. <laughs> Yes. You're a mess dropping your phone. <gasps> God almighty. Guys, I can't. He's always drunk. We don't need podcast sponsors. You need a, a sponsor. sponsor. <laughs> um, those were a purchase, if I didn't Those say are it. a purchase. Yes. Yeah, the uh, lawless lips. The next yes. up is LH Cosmetics, which I think is slept on. Like, this is honestly one of the first times I've seen them on Tread Mood. They have, like, a lot of cute stuff. But, okay, this is the multi-use eye-catching sparkle. It's basically a liquid eyeshadow. So, are there only three shades? It looks that way. Okay, okay. Um, I don't hate the three shades. I will say I hate the price point of $28. I That was my only qualm with these. Because here's the, the thing. price point. We just had the lawless lipsticks that are $28, but the range is what, to me, justifies the price because you're giving options but for this it's like they're gonna be 28 dollars, and i hope you like one of these three opposed to one of those and you know. the foil shimmer is beautiful but it looks like a beautiful formula moira is seven dollars <gasps> and fifty cents i know that's what i mean it's just if it was a lower price point it would have been a purchase but i just don't think this is worth 28 dollars mm-hmm. agreed yeah pass kind of, yeah all right next up we have juvia's place lip oils have we not made it clear how we feel about lip oils on this podcast five shades all gonna show up clear they're only ten dollars they're only ten dollars wait whoa are they really yeah ten dollars each so i don't know you know i'm getting initial vibes from this member what was it the nyx ones there was a bunch of shades you know that that's kind of yeah giving me the same vibe as this and i want to say those were cheaper and those felt incredible well they actually have colors to them these are what i hate about this is a it's a flavor it tastes like pineapple tastes like watermelon tastes like blueberries tastes Mm, like orange yeah girl i don't get it like why do i need a flavored lip oil so this is hard because the price point makes me not write this off but if it's it would come down to formula of how hydrating it it is but then i would just say those nyx ones are so good they feel so good on the color and they have a clear one yeah so i would say go with the nyx pass on porch pass we have natasha denona new mini palette in starlet i have thoughts i'm not in love with this as you would say it's cigarette ash this is not black girl friendly this is not dark skin friendly i was literally just gonna say that this is like way too this is literally for the fair skin girls like i'm talking like if i put this on i would feel like my eyes look sunken in totally like anybody that's super super more fair than me which is saying a lot that's gonna look good on you this is questionable but you know what i was gonna say even for super fair people it's it can wash them out a little too cool it's not quite pink enough like it needs to make up its mind it's almost too dusty looking it's either needs to be more neutral or more pink but it's right in the middle where it's just what 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 read these shade descriptions go we have nude mauve a matte pink mauve Uh uh-huh Galaxia, uh-huh. shimmering rose champagne. Uh huh. Vega. Yep. A matte hot pink. What about that as a hot pink? <laughs> Guys, this is like a, what would you describe this as? Flesh tone. A flesh white tone. White people, white people skin. What's the last one? <gasps> the last one is called Per Se, and it is described as a dull pinkish cold brown i'm disgusted all the worst words my it's, skin in the winter yeah. when i don't moisturize yes. a dull pinkish my drag cold. name welcome to the stage dull, dull pinkish, pinkish cold, cold brown, brown. <laughs> what <laughs> why would you describe anything like that that sounds horrible girl who said i no. literally cannot this is a pass for me this is a hard pass those she descriptions. That is why I can't believe you described it as dull. Okay, next up we have from Hourglass, the Veil Hydrating Skin Tint Foundation. This looks really pretty. Looks gorgeous. 
And this is a play on the Veil line. Which right? I'm a huge fan of, because do you remember the Veil Foundation years ago in the dark brown bottle? Yes. That was like the anti-aging version of their foundation? Yes. Gorgeous. Discontinued it. It needed to be replaced. Here's my thing. It says in Europe. Yeah, yeah. So if this does not make it to the U.S., I am going to be so devastated. This looks so beautiful. This looks like something that would be stunning on mature oh my skin. Because it's lightweight, instantly boosts skin hydration by 52% and yeah. hydrates all day. Healthy looking glow, comfortable coverage. What does that mean? Dull, pinkish, brown, Comfortable coverage. Cold Who comes brown? up with this? Imagine going to the paint store. Like, I'm buying paint for my wall, and I ask the guy at Home Depot, do I need two coats? It's comfortable. It's a comfortable coverage. Who comes up with this? It's a comfortable Say coverage. Say what it is. You don't need two coats, because it's a comfortable it's coverage. It's a skin tint, so it's going to be light coverage. 18 shades. It's looking a little... Uh, yeah. The th- skin tints do adjust, and that's probably why and it's And I so will sheer. say there's six shades, so it probably ranges from, like, fair light... Light, light, medium, medium, tan, deep, rich. Um, <laughs> that was really, a lot of people. It, it literally bounces around <laughs> yeah. quite a bit. The, even the shades look a little out of place between shades like one, two, three, four. Being a skin tint, though, skin tints always do adjust like you're saying. Yeah, because like it's so always, light. Yeah. It does like kind of manipulate a little bit. I got to say, I want this. I don't know. I think I'm going to give this a pass. I would purchase this. Okay. I would purchase it. It's the first time we've disagreed. A two yeah. boot. A, a, sh- a toot and boot. Yeah, yeah. I was right the first time. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Because I know Hourglass, I know this is going to be expensive. And I just think as far oh, as... Oh, I'm sure it's $60. That's what I mean. As far as skin tints go, I don't know. I want to try it. Yeah. I would pass. You would I purchase. would purchase. Okay. Uh, last but not least, we have the Valentino. It is the two-in-one soft matte liquid lipstick and blush. $40 each. I got to say the only reason why I'm drawn to this, you know why. The pink? The pink. Gr- well, listen, you got your little Barbie Nicks and you bought six hot pink Barbie Nicks lip glosses. You're fine. You don't need any more. You don't need a $40 ch- cheek and lip and toenail polish. Get out of here. I do like that it's matte because I will say I'm happy people are actually making not glowy products for the moment. I would purchase the pink and maybe return it. Or no, no, no. Let me say this. I want to swatch it first. Yeah. And see if it's the right shade of pink because it looks incredible. Yeah, no, this but is, for $40 yeah. for a liquid lip that doubles as a blush? Hell no. No, get out of here. All right, fine. I'm going to pass. I'll pass on this. This is unfortunate. Yeah. What is that gray color at the bottom? I know. Dead. And it's supposed to be blush too? Weird lips. It's weird lips. It's weird lips, guys. Wow, the trend is trending. The trend is trending. And then, oh, this is a little bonus. Can we throw this in? Go right ahead. Did you see the new Ofra trios that came out? No. It was like the, because you know me, girl, orange and pink. And my Mm -hmm. eyes were like, they're blushes. And then the middle is like a blushy highlight from Ofra. Pink. The pink I just one. shut your phone off. Put your password in. What's the password? Open for business. Still open Free for business. Free to enter. Yeah. That <laughs> pink. Is this a powder, a cream, and a highlight? Three powders. <gasps> three, oh, three powders. powders. You know their highlight formula. I'm wearing their highlight formula now. Mama, the, one of them's a cream. No. The stop. magic with a cream blush. I'm not mad about it. Because, Wait. I mean, girl, yeah, that's a cream. Look at the shine. Oh, uh, okay, okay, okay. It's a cream, fine, fine, a powder, and I then thought a you were blushy the middle, highlighter. I thought the middle shade was a cream, no, no, and no, I was no, going to no. be so disappointed. No, see, even look at the, That's a cream. I am... I'm living for that. I always think of it in the sense of like people exactly who don't need millions of makeup products. I love this because you're literally getting a cool highlighter, like something different. And then you're get with a color to it, like this pink and this whatever. Right. But uh, then you're getting a cream blush and a powder blush that complement one another. Mm-hmm. Wow. This I, is cool. I love it. I would purchase this in a heartbeat. Yeah, this is a purchase. So yeah. we're adding another little purchase here. Yeah. And it's just these two shades. Only the two that Cotton I know Candy of. Skies is the pink and then Sunset Dreams. I would buy both. I would buy both immediately. I would purchase both. I'm I'm getting that like fluttery feeling in my stomach. I know. Yeah, yeah. I did too. When I when I saw wow. these pop up, I took a screenshot and I was debating telling you about them. Is this a safe space? Yeah. You can tell me anything. Oh my god, thank you. You're very welcome. And then he beats me up on. I know, sad. and then I hit him when the camera's so off. <laughs> yeah, my favorite time of day is night. night. Yeah, deep purchase. rich flavor, <laughs> deep rich color, and it's deep brood. I've had enough caffeine, thank you, Lauren Bacall. The high point high coffee. Point. Coffee. Yeah, this is a purchase. This is a purchase. Okay. I'm, no joke. I would buy both. Well, that was a purchase or pass. We'll be right back after this. 
girl. Let's talk about it. Okay, so I think this is such a funny perspective because it's like you were someone viewing what was happening online yes. and I was there. So we're talking about Michaela's wedding. Yes. What I was seeing online leading up to it, which was hysterical. We talked about it earlier that, uh, you know, her wedding was a disaster and it was a month before it And you knew happened. I was going to it. And so. I knew you were going to it. So I was like, yeah. I know this shit isn't real. So that kind of pissed me off. Mm-hmm. You know, come to the fact of... Um, Seeing what was online and what was being said about it, that it was only influencers invited to be there. She was not inviting friends, family, and so on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People were, like, being forced to make Get Ready With Me videos to attend the wedding. Elf was, like, contracting people. Elf was paying. Paying for the wedding. Paying for the wedding, basically, which gagged me. Yeah. What was the other one, too? There was something else that that people were, like, accusing her of doing with this wedding. That it was, like, all influencers, no family. it was just, like, a big brand. Like, that the whole thing was, like, a branded wedding. Like, that it was, like, this, like, business move or whatever. Yeah, with Elf, specifically, launching the lip kit and everything. So, I will say this. I see these people, these drama channels and whatever the case is, and it's so funny to me because it's, like, all... All they're doing is like accusing her of doing things to get views, whether you like her or not, whatever you're, she's doing these things to get views and to get attention. What do you think you're doing? You're talking about Michaela's wedding to get views. If Michaela stopped making content, these people would be unemployed. All the, the clickbaity on Snapchat. That's where I see them the most. If you go to that explore page, it's all, my thing is all makeup and it's all like Michaela's under fire. This person called out Michaela. Her wedding was a disaster. It was horrible. I'm like, you literally are riding this train of trying to ruin this girl's reputation. Can't we just enter an era where like, same as the movies. I don't like Tom Cruise because I don't understand why this newfound love of Tim Cruise Tim Cruise. This Tim new, Cruise. This Tim Cruise. <laughs> this newfound love of Tom Cruise in the past couple of years, ever since uh, what was the second that airplane movie? Top Gun Maverick. Top Gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought Which, you meant Airplane with Leslie Nielsen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was no, like, what? Oh my God. So I guess we like don't care that he's a Scientologist anymore that like holds his girlfriend's captive. Like we just, we just, he chef- does? Kevin, what are you talking about? He's the biggest Scientologist there is. No, I knew that. Maybe you're too young to remember Nicole Kidman when she was married to him when they got divorced. They were married. Oh, my God, Kevin. You (laughs) never seen the meme or or the picture of Nicole Kidman coming out of the courthouse after she divorced Tom Cruise? No. Like this? Like No. There's so many rumors around Holly, but I don't even know if it's rumors because I'm pretty sure Leah Remini, she has the Scientologist thing practically confirmed. Which shocks me because anybody that speaks out against them, don't they go... Yes, she's like, so oh how my did God, she, Leah like, Remini's a badass. But how did they, how does she... Because I think she's too famous. The people he's with, if you will, the girlfriends, et cetera, are like, oh. it's like a contracted, arranged, but he's, I don't care. He's like a wacko Scientologist. I just don't understand. We cherry pick what we care about and what we don't. And then we forget things, then we're back on trains. And then we like to be on our high horse about this thing and this thing. If I don't like Tom Cruise, I'm not going to go see Top Gun Maverick. Right. If you don't like Michaela, don't watch her content but and like, don't comment don't feed into it who's Stop. sitting there jerking off watching drama videos offering nothing to the world but talking shit about other people it was the weirdest thing to like be at something that i then like opened my phone and was seeing all these things 99.9 percent of it i was like what are you talking about like it was just so trippy it was like a twilight zone episode so there had to be like 170 people there uh-huh maybe 20 to 25 people were influencers. Everybody else was her friends and family. It wasn't all influencers. Sounds normal to me. It was interesting from my perspective to read all these headlines of like, or people's comments of being like, she only invited these fake influencers. So what are you? Yeah, I'm like, what do you, she's been nice to me every time I met her. She's been sweet. She's been supportive. So I'm like, okay, out of all the influencers she had, 20, 25, I've met 90% of them. It was like a group that I've been at multiple things with. I've, yeah. I've met and I've been in the presence of most of those people with her there as well. So she knew. So she knew there. these people as well as you did. Yes. as the, But everyone was saying it was like this big PR stunt that she just invited people she didn't know. Moreover, then the you were required to do a get ready with me. No, you weren't. I didn't do a get ready with me for two reasons. A, I'm always running late. And I never have the time. B, I knew what the reception was going to be. I didn't bother because Smart. I'm, like, I'm not, and I'm not saying this as most people's motivations, but most content creators, let me be real with you. Most content creators going to Michaela's wedding are going to get a hard on because they get to make a video saying, get ready with me for Michaela's wedding. Cause they know it's going to get views. I am not that person. I don't know what to tell you. I'm not trying to pat myself on the back, but like, I don't care. 
<laughs> if I'm not in the mood or I don't have the time, Casey yeah. was obviously there with me. He came with me. We were having an amazing, beautiful time in the hotel. We were enjoying ourselves. I'm going to prioritize things I enjoy doing over that. If I don't have the time for it, that's not going to be my priority. To be like, let me make as much Michaela content as possible. Well, like, put your phone down and enjoy the moment. Like, it's you're getting about a, the wedding. It's exactly. an intimate gathering of people. Totally. And you're not trying to publicly make money off of it. Mm-hmm. You're not selling information to TMZ either. Yes. Which you were in an article. You want to talk about that? I was in E News. Yeah. yeah, I was in E News. That's what I mean about being so Twilight Zone and weird because I've never been involved in anything like that where you're at a, a Kardashian's wedding. They, they piece together every bit of information. And-, and it was just like so funny to read this article where it was like, Michaela Nigera wore a white gown with long sleeves and floral whatever. The typical like old school influencers were in attendance including Dylan Mulvaney, Johnny Ross. Whatever. And I'm just like, what? This is fucking weird. Like, yeah. I'm like whatever, man. That's yeah. So, That's crazy. It was weird. So I met everyone there. So I knew she met everyone there. And to add insult to injury, I will say this. I was shocked. Not because I had a different expectation of what Michaela was going to present, but just because of her fame, I didn't really know what I was walking into. Like I thought there was going to be 400 people. Like that's what I would expect. I would have expected that. And everyone was saying this, like people I knew and even husbands of people that like weren't even on the social media world. Shocked at how intimate it was. Like I've been to so many weddings of like coworkers of Casey. It felt like I was at a coworker's wedding. That was it. Wow. Everything about it was That's amazing, though, a normal it wedding. It was like, a wedding. It intimate. was another thing that like makes me laugh is people criticizing that she came out with the elf wedding lip kit. If you fucking at your wedding had a major beauty brand come to you and say, we want to collab, let's make your dream wedding lipstick and you could make a shit ton of money. You are fucking lying if you're saying you would not say yes. It didn't take any intimacy away from the wedding. I would have done it. No well, one was asking me. You well, know what and I mean? A, well, and the if thing Men's is, Warehouse let me make a suit for my wedding that I could have, whatever, I would have did it. And Who sold cares? it. Yeah, sold yeah. your own collection. Yeah, of course. And I mean, too, that's what kind of makes me sick is that they're accusing her of like Elf paying for the wedding because they had the booth, right? They had like a, a it was they like. They built a kissing booth, which was so cute. Yeah. And then they were, she was giving, she away. Was giving away. So we didn't, uh, we didn't get PR, like the lipstick in the mail, but she was like giving them away to everybody, her family, friends, everything at the wedding. That's real. And you know, like, Obviously, like Elf supplied that. So it was yeah, no cost yeah. to her to have this there. You know, it was like probably totally. that was like a deal that she probably got. I'm speculating that. And it's like a bit. And but they I didn't pay for it. her wedding. It's based on a personal relationship. That's the thing. It, right. it drives me nuts to a certain extent that it's like this girl has worked hard enough to have a relationship with Elf that this is a opportunity she manifested. So she didn't it's need amazing. to pay for her wedding favors. Guess what? Casey and I barely paid for our DJ and photographer because the company we used, he's the the main like DJ for all of the events at my husband's work. So he has known Casey for so many years that he almost did our wedding saying like, oh, you don't have to pay me anything, which of course we give him money, but we paid much less than we would have. Did that ruin the intimacy of my wedding? It's a relationship of it. I just don't, that's what yeah. I'm saying. If you don't like her, don't like her and don't watch her videos, but stop making these things mountains out of molehills. Oh, yeah. Even my mom, it was so funny because she was asking me about it. I saw her the other day and she obviously doesn't know her or watch TikTok, but she watched the podcast interview with her and I. My mom, I guess, had gone to like her page or something or whatever when the wedding was out to like, because she knew I was there. And the first words out of my mom, my mom's mouth, she was like, oh my God. She was like, the disgusting shit I read about this like poor girl. Like there's still a human i just don't get it like and if you don't think certain things she does are right or you think she's lying or whatever the case is like don't watch her but you watching watching the drama channels you're taking joe schmo's word that she's lying to you talk about like misery loves company right so you don't like her and you don't think she should have the platform she has but let's give a platform to the people that have an entire career based on bashing her you you're morally better Right. <laughs> like, that's the irony to me. It was just so freaky to be at this wedding that was completely normal, totally intimate, felt like every other wedding I've ever been to, and then to, like, open up my phone and be like, it was sponsored by J.P. Morgan. Like, I'm like, what is that? What are you, like, it was so weird. Yeah. And I'm sure, like, that has to be, I wonder how she takes that, like, somewhat disheartening to be like, even what the hell? And let me also say this. Her and Cody, her husband, two of the most in-love people I've ever seen in my life. Aww. He, when she came down the aisle, he was literally balding, like balding. It was, I, and their vows to one another were 
breathtaking. Like, these two people are meant to be together. It was absolutely beautiful. So I don't know. You know what? I hope she doesn't let it get to her and like, or get to him. Like, I'm sure I can't he imagine having too. anything. I don't know. Like, it's so sad because it's like, obviously, Casey and I's wedding was incredible. Like, and it was so, <sighs> so nice. It was the best day of my life. It's one thing to block out negativity over like your job or you and I, people mm-hmm. come on here and tell us our foundation doesn't match or whatever the case. Like, that's whatever. It's our job. Well, come for me. Yeah, yeah. It's whatever. <laughs> yeah. I can't imagine that happening at your wedding. That's got to, it's got to be tough. Honestly, I hope she walked away from the wedding having the best time of her life too i hope that was the best day of her life as it was yours you know i hope nothing got in the way of her wedding day and her happiness that day yeah that's really unfortunate if it did but she looks stunning chris appleton and makeup by mario did her hair and makeup which i would have put more makeup on her no tea i agree with you i was shocked at how subtle it was because she already was supernatural she's literally to the gods stunning and beautiful oh that girl can be her face. And she's not afraid of artistry. I oh, love the way she can do graphic. Oh my God. The and color. I mean, look yeah. at her Glam Lights palettes. Oh yeah. Green and purple. Like she's never Stunning. come out with a neutral thing. But I life. guess maybe for her, she was like, you know what? I'm going to scale it back yeah. today and like give something maybe because like, you know, I always say too, I was like on my wedding day, if I go full glam, everyone's going to be like, you look like that every day. Yes. And yeah, I'm like, well, yeah. yeah, I guess it's like you tone it down for your wedding and do something different. Give totally. like a different side of yourself, like a yeah. more stripped down Joanne version of yourself. Jo- oh, this was your Joanne. Era. This is <laughs> you're giving me a million reasons to let you go. If you're, I never, hear you're giving that song, me a million reasons to burn to this shut album. this song off. I rode that horse, beat it dead, literally, and still tried to ride it after. I know, girl, let it go. I million reasons, million reasons. I know you guys are going to disagree with me because she does that. That Gaga always does that thing where she sings like an old lady. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Like sing it. The, the best version of Million Reasons that actually makes me like in that it. that pink dress. Royal Albert Hall. Yeah. Abbott. In the pink dress. More jarring for my like disgusting New York accent to say something British because then it like exposes how gross my accent is. Mm. Royal. I can't even do it. Royal. Royal. Albert Hall. That is a tongue twister. Say that. Royal Albert Hall. Fuck you. I couldn't say what was it. You are oily. (laughs) Well, someone just got fired. (laughs) You know why? My Dior foundation was packed up and I used something different and this is what I get. Oh my God. You. <laughs> the Royal Albert Hall yeah, pink version dress. of because Million she's Reasons. It like a normal person. Uh, like a normal you're person. And me a mil- opposed to the album where she's like, yeah, yeah, I don't get it. Every performance of Million Reasons will like haunt me. I need justice for John Wayne. That was the hit. That should have been a single. And the music video for that? <sighs> The neon, the whatever. Everything. I know. But then it doesn't get the attention it deserves. And then she pushes it to the side. And then she's in short shorts doing perfect illusion. And I'm like, oh, God, God. Jesus Christ. Well, Michaela's wedding. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, and you know what? Congratulations, Michaela. You looked beautiful. Alrighty, guys. That is a brand new episode of Beautiful and Bothered in the new set. Love it. This set is gorgeous. Thank you. Thank you. Amazing job. Bob the Builder. You did an amazing job. Bobette the Builder. Bobette the Builder. Thank you so much for watching a brand new episode of Beautiful and Bothered. Make sure to subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Leave us a five-star review if you can, because we would love you for it. Make sure to subscribe on YouTube, where you can get the podcast one day early on Sunday. It streams everywhere on Monday. And wherever you are, I hope you are happy. I hope you are safe and healthy. And remember, you are beautiful. Bye, guys. You are bonita. You are bonita. (laughs) 